All right, welcome to another show. I got one for you today, and a very interesting one. Babylonian and pagan roots of the Catholic Church. And I would even say not even just pagan roots, it's pagan itself. Um, and it's a pagan or Babylonian religion itself. Why do I say that? Because if you look at the doctrines of the Catholic Church, a lot of them come from basically a Babylonian mystery religion. There's no other way to escape it. You see, the Roman Catholic Church very often tries to eliminate and defame every person who tries to expose its pagan roots and its origin in pagan religions and not teaching of the Bible. As a matter of fact, the Roman Catholic Church has mixed up biblical and pagan doctrines. He has made a combination of the both. Why did Roman Catholic Church do this? Well, the Roman Catholic Church, I forgot what period of time it was, but definitely after the time of Jesus and the um, apostles, wanted pagan converts to come to the churches and whatever. So what they did instead of, you know, maybe having, I don't know, I don't know, I mean, I'm assuming they probably were trying to convert them, but maybe, I don't know, continuing on what Jesus said, which is to preach the gospel to the whole world. Instead of doing that, they went a more easier option and they wanted to bring, you know, pagans to the church. And so the the pagans, um, did in fact, um, you know, bring, well, the Catholic Church, you know, brought the pagan ideas and the pagan festivals and the pagan, you know, religions to the Catholic Church and combined it with Christianity. And boom, there you go with this mixture of paganism and Christianity. Because that's basically what Catholicism is, paganism and Christianity, or really paganism with a Christian front. It's really never have never have been a Christian religion. This combination makes from it it an antichrist sect and cult, which doesn't represent biblical Christianity. RCC has systemically tried to distort evidence that shows clearly wrong doctrines of RCC and its undisputed connection to paganism. The history of Christianity is mainly written by Catholics. New Testament texts aren't Catholic texts, and RCC has burned several books and texts that it has kept as heretics. Now, look at that. It has burned several books. See why they're burning books? Because they want to keep it hidden of what the Catholic Church really is and what its origins really is. You see, the church hist um, history written by Roman Catholics is not their history, which is very true. Because a lot of Roman Catholics will lie on whatever book they're writing in. The RCC tries to always lead the people to read Catholic history of Christianity. By thus, they try to testify that they are the same thing as the early church, which in any such way, they are not. Why they're not? Because you see the doctrine that they hold to today, and they're nowhere near the biblical doctrines of the Catholic church. Church history is mainly written by Catholics, and therefore the its emphasis is Catholic, and its distortions are Catholic are also mainly Catholic origin. In this world, we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure, know all the things that have occurred in the history time after the early church, something we can find, but not precisely. Actually, we don't have it. We don't have to know only that what the Bible tells because the word of God is the sole spiritual authority to the teaching of the Bible, which is absolutely true. We have evidence of things that happened at the early church, but we don't know for sure. 
and with all the writings there are from a Catholic point of view and a Catholic distortion. So the writings are not going to tell us the full and accurate truth of how, of how you know, this mixture between Christianity and paganism arose truly with no error and no distortion and no lies in it. After the early church began to come to apostasy concerning to the truth of the Bible, one of the things was emphasizing of the Catholic church in which the early church and the Lord Jesus taught nothing. In the first century, Ignatius first used the word Catholic, and the Roman Catholic Church put the word to put the word Catholic in third in third century. The Lord Jesus and the apostles of the early church didn't use the word Catholic, and for this reason, the word Catholic is nowhere in the new and nowhere in the text of the New Testament manuscripts. The word Catholic, common church, is written to the apostles' creed for the reason that people would emphasize that the faith of the Catholic Church. It is very sad and ironic that the Roman Catholic Church is not the Church of God. It is sad, but matter of fact, I'm glad because who would ever want to believe in a church who could be so deceiving and deceive the people that much to where they actually thought they were in true biblical Christianity? That is a major disservice to Christians all around the world, ones who are newly coming to the faith and they vibe to this trash religion right here, Catholicism. The concept Catholic Church in the Apostles' Creed has set to there for the purpose to bring authority to doctrines of the RCC. RCC teaches that people must believe the Catholic interpretation and its traditions, however wrong the teachings are. See, that is the see that right there is showing you the true heart of the Catholic Church. It should never be the um the doctrine should be how or the I'm sorry, the creed should be um, people must believe the Catholic interpretation. No, absolutely not. People must read and believe it as the Bible has been written. A true inspired word. It should never be from a Catholic point of view because you clearly see the errors and the just the foul doctrines of the Catholic Church. Why in the world would you ever write that? It should be from a Catholic interpretation. Ridiculous. The text of the New Testament that we have in the use in use has been written by apostles of the early church and guided by and, and written by the apostles of the early church in which all copy New Testament texts in all times are, are coming from. I think that this the most important and the cornerstone that should will be enough for us and the evidence for it that the text New Testaments are not the handwriting of Catholics, as they try to indicate, which is very true, no different handwriting of apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ during the first and second centuries, arisen wrong teachings, wrong teachings, find their ways, find their way inside the Catholic Church that was born in the third century. In the New Testament, it is said about reading and spreading of the New Testament text at the time of the early church, those who read and spread and copy first the text. Of the New Testament were not Catholic, which is very true. We already discussed who they really were and who really wrote them and who spreading the gospel. The concept and the word Catholic came in the history of the first century. But the early church born about 70 years before that concept Catholic was born, God has been taking care that taking care that the birth of the New Testament text and its message has kept away from a long distance from Catholicism. That's why people can't find the original manuscripts. Why? Because God wanted to keep that. Why? Because they have already corrupted the manuscripts from those original manuscripts. So God 
as he has decreed, he said, do not add or take away from the words in this book. He said, the plague shall come upon you. So God may in fact, I don't know for sure, may in fact, but may in fact be keeping the original manuscripts away. Why? To keep the, the sinister and demonic hands of the Catholic Church away from it. Because you've already cor corrupted and put doctrines in that should have never been at any point in time. You should have never put doctrines in the, you should have never put doctrines in in the church world, in the church um, atmosphere that we're put in. And we can name some right now, praying to the saints. That's a huge one right there. Indulgences and purgatory. The origin of the so-called Apostles' Creed is not written by the apostles of the, of the early church, which is a fact. You can find that nowhere in scripture, the Apostles' Creed, but has been written after them, the creed of the early the Catholic Church. That's who it was written by. And it says right here, some of the early believe, church believers who got the grace of God to write, te write teaching and message of the New Testament did not bring out the church in their creed because the saving faith can only obtain in the Lord Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. The word Catholic means a common, but God did not give the creed that we should, that we should connect the church because believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus is enough that will set all things in the right place. And that is an absolute fact. Depending on this Catholic church to be your savior is nowhere in the Bible, number one, and is not enough to even dare save one hair off your head. Praise God. So the Apostle Paul said after his departing, after he dies and goes away and he has been received by the Lord, he said, grievous wolves. So I'll enter among you. So he was already prophesying, already predicting what was going to happen. And it was true because grievous wolves did enter. And you see in the early church, there was so many doctrines of apostasy. It was ridiculous. Now, a lot of them were condemned, but they still thrived and came back. So you see, you know, what Paul was saying came coming to pass right before your eyes. And there was nothing that anybody could say that would say, OK, that wasn't true. No, it was true. And Paul was not a liar. And it says not spraying the flock, meaning it's not going to, you know, it's not going to, um, you know, spare anybody. It's going to come out to everybody and deceive everyone. And also of your own selves shall men arise. So it was men even in the in the groups that shall arise. And speak perverse things to draw away disciples after them, disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you see that Paul was saying coming to pass with all these terrible teachings of one of the Catholic Church. And also, as Paul describes them or says they are grievous wolves, because only it does matter what the Bible tells. The church history after the early church shouldn't be for us as a signpost on how we should believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, because only the Bible is the perfect and infallible word of the living most high and shows to us how we must believe in the Lord Jesus. After the early church have common, have come numerous groups who have more or less get lost from the truth of the Bible. The Bible is error free and perfect announcement of God, and therefore it should be 
our sole spiritual authority for the teaching of the Bible. Many believers have erred to study and believe doctrines that have been written after the early church. I don't have any desire to study what happened after the early church in that sense that I try to find there the truth. So that is very true. Many believers have erred to study and believe the doctrines that are written after the early church because they were not in any way written by the apostles. A lot of them <clears throat> were written by one, the Catholic Church, and other people who crept in and put these, you know, um, ab you know, abominable doctrines. I mean, ridiculous. The intention of the RCC is to lead you to study church history written by Catholics, to study church doctrines, and to lead you astray from the true biblical doctrines. And the reason it wants to do that is because it wants to corrupt you. It wants to change your whole faith from believing in the Lord Jesus Christ into believing in the authority and the power of the Catholic Church. The focus of the disciples of the Lord Jesus should be the Lord Jesus and the truth of the Bible and no one else. And it's just that simple. So, you know, with this, it's not surprising. It's very truth-telling right here because it's like this with the Catholic Church. Your history proves it all, that all the things we're saying is correct. And you look at the Pope, you look at the, you know, the crown he has on his head and the title Pontifex Maximus. Let me, I'm going to get into all of that because both Pope and Babylonian king have sun symbols in their hands. So we have good, very good reason to think that his IHS means Egyptians, idol, Isis, Horus, and Seb. So that's already showing you that its origins are come from Babylonian pagan religions. All these religions, some would have a tie in the Catholic Church. Why? Because the Catholic Church has pagan origins from those religions. That's why. And one of the symbols of the goddess Isis is round sun between the horns of the Apis bull. Thus, it's not far stretched to say that Isis had a connection to the sun worshiping. Thus, weak and well, till they worship the sun, the Catholic Church worship the sun because don't they worship Lucifer, the morning star? Thus, we can't exclude possibility that Catholic Eucharist wafers, lettuce, I just are dedicated to sun worshiping. This conclusion shall be confirmed when you look at the picture 6b. And with 6b, you see the crowns on the Babylonian. Um, I'm not sure, I think I'm not sure they're kings or. Priest or whatever, but you see the Babylonian, you see that crown head, very similar crown to what the Pope wears. It's ridiculous. Now, the Babylonian religion of Pergamos, that, that's what came, that's what the Catholic Church is. That's what I'm saying. The Catholic Catholicism is Babylonian paganism. That's what it is. Babylonian paganism. It's a Babylonian religion. It's not really what Christianity is. Babylonian is a Babylonian pagan religion with a Christian front. The Babylonian religion of Pergamos came to Rome A.D. 133. Babylonian religion that came from Pergamos to Rome was so popular and common in Rome that Rome was called as the new Babylon. Does that not correlate to what the Bible describes in Revelation 13 as to be the first beast? The first beast is the Roman Catholic Church. There was a reason that God called the Roman Catholic Church Babylon the Great. The mother of harlots. Why? Because Babylon has taken I, almost basically a direct route from Babylon itself that is in Iraq and taken a direct route from it and has 
you know, going after its ways like it was Babylon itself. That's how they have become such. That's that's how they become tied in. And it says Babylonian religion that came from Pergamos to Rome was so popular and common in Rome that Rome was called as the new Babylon. The title Pontifex Maximus take in use also Roman Caesar and later the Bishop of Rome. The Babylonian religion of Satan came to Pergamos and from there it moved to Rome. The New Testament says that Satan's seat is in Pergamos. It was there because the Babylonian priests moved their Babylonian religion to Pergamos. Why did the Babylonian priests move it? Well, because Babylon was destroyed. God said Babylon would never arise again. So after Babylon was destroyed, any conversation, any talk about Babylon, um, the Babylon in little Iraq is absolute, um, obsolete. It is no reason you should be, you know, talking about that because now we're talking about the new Babylon. And that's the Roman Catholic Church. From Pergamos, Babylonian religion, Babylonian religion came to Rome, AD 133. And in that way, Babylonian religion moved inside to our entire the RCC in the third century. Now, this was willingly. They did this on purpose. Um, they did all this on purpose. They did that on purpose. Um, this was not something that just came in. They could do nothing. They did that on purpose. And also, as Paul says, grievous wolves coming in. The Bible forbids um, one, you know, you having Babylonian religion. It forbids all of that. So you see, you know, what Rome, what Roman Catholicism is, and that's a Babylonian pagan religion, which um, which is, you know, from Pergamos. The Pontifus Maximus was the principal of Rome religion who led high-ranking college of pontiff, compare pope, lead cardinals, members of the college were high priests, pontifex maximus, other high-ranking priests, flames and festivals who were virgins. Pontifex means bridge builder and maximus means maximus greatest. Symbolically, pontifex maximus means that he is bridging builder between gods and men. The RCC doctrine that the pope is the vicar of Christ on earth, we can see very clearly how the RCC has built the order of the church according to the order of pagan religion, which initial origin is Babylon. And it still is today, in my opinion, because to me, when you hide behind something, that's not really you. That's just the front cover. The RCC is aiming to make non-Catholics Christians as Catholic by ecumenical connections and you see those goals being ever present for the world today. This goal comes into the view very clearly, for example, from um, from the Catholic Catechism. Now, here we go. We find it right there. Catholic Catechism, 1819. Furthermore, many elements of sanctification and of truth are found outside the visible confines of the Catholic Church. So the Catholic Church is already admitting where they get all these doctrines and evil words from. The written word of God, life of grace, faith, hope, and charity with other interior groups, interior gifts of the Holy Spirit, as well as visible elements. Christ's Spirit uses these churches and um, ecclesial communities as means of salvation, whose power derives from the fullness of grace and the truth that Christ has entrusted to the Catholic Church. All these blessings come from Christ and lead to him and are themselves calls to Catholic unity. Every disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ should be clear that RCC's foundations are in pagan religions, particularly of Pergamos, and not even one disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ can participate with Catholic ecumenism. 
because though it people, though, I'm sorry, because through it people are building on the kingdom of the Antichrist, not the kingdom of God. And that is an absolute fact. This was very truth right here. This was truth in the fullest right here. This brought out everything. This brought out a huge part huge part to understanding the Babylonian origins of the Catholic Church and understand how the Catholic Church was founded and what its origins are and how it still takes after even those origins today. And it's a shame, but this is this is the Catholic Church, you see. And it really just shows the, you know, what, what Roman Catholicism really is. And this video doesn't surprise me. It doesn't shock me, but it's just showing you what's, what what goes down. The Roman Catholic Church is Babylonian paganism, um, you know, right in your face with a Christian front. And, you know, some may say, well, I mean, it has Christian aspects to it. Yeah, I understand that. But see, the thing is, what I how I see it is, if I'm hiding with something, is that really me? For example, if I put on, let's say, a, a costume, am I really the image of that costume? No, I'm not. I'm hiding in it, you know, just, you know, whatever. So the Catholic Church is hiding in the bubble of Christianity, but it's not really Christianity. So really what it is at its core, what it really is, is a Babylonian pagan religion that came from Pergamos. And that's just the absolute fact. There's no way to get around it. There's no way to, you know, change it. That's what it is. That's what it will forever be. And there's no other way to put it or push it around. So with that, this is in no way surprising. This is something I want to let you know. I want to teach you about to let you fully understand. Catholicism is wicked to its core and everyone should come out in droves by the thousands every single day. As the Bible says, come out, my people, and be not partaker of her sins, neither her plagues. And that is decreed. Amen. Glory to God Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. Revelation 18. So we give glory to the most high power forever. To this I say to you have a glorious and blessed. Amen. Holy Shabbat. Amen. A Sabbath day of rest and the glory of the Lord God, Lord thy God shine upon you from the east to the west, from the north to the south, from all the places and dimensions of the earth. Praise God. God, we give you glory, honor and blessing and praise. We bless your name and we shout Amen. For as far as heaven is long, praise God, glory to your name forever. Hallelujah. We give glory to you. So, Father, we thank you for this message. I thank you for watching, for listening, to understanding the Roman Catholic Church in its fullness and no hidden part about it. The Catholic Church is wicked, and that must be understood. Any person who continues to follow after the Catholic Church, is continuing in sin. Is continuing in open idolatry, open Babylon, Babylonian religion. And it's just that simple. There's no way to get around it. There's no way to put it other than what it simply is. You are worshiping Satan itself. But based in another way. And so, there you go. Um, with that, it's just, you know, how things are. A lot of these days, people continue to keep in these religions, and some of them know the truth. And that's why some say, well, why doesn't God, you know, tell them? Understand, God works in mysterious ways, and he works in his own timing, in his own understanding. And God would do it with some people. Some people still wouldn't come out. Matter of fact, if God would do it, they probably want to hear his voice, hear his calling out to them. 
come out, they probably wouldn't even hear it. So God truly knows, God truly understands what who we must call out and who he must not, who we must keep in, because they want to be kept in. So with that, I say peace. I'm signing off.